Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into our vinyl pickups, what we've been listening to on the vinyls. And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler. I'm way out there. Hundreds of miles away is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify especially. Give us five stars and five stars only. Tell all your friends. Uh, All the social media is at Asinine Radio. And we have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number you can call. Leave us a voicemail. Send us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And um, I have a bubble in my throat, so I sound weird. But uh, we're done with the boring intro. Let's jump right into our fearless beer review. What do you got, Jeff? Go. I have something from local local brewery, Sam Tan Brewing Company. This is called Lumberjack. Ah. And it's Lumberjack. oatmeal, maple, amber. That sounds so goddamn gross. What part of that is gross? Do you like oatmeal? I do like oatmeal, but okay. it's stout. Do you like maple? I in very small amounts. You don't like maple. You don't like you don't like syrup. I like it in very small amounts. Fucking guy, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, it's true. Okay. And you like ambers? I mean, I've seen I've seen you drink Dosaki ambers. I, I do drink Dosaki ambers. Okay. Yeah, those are good. That's mm-hmm. good beer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I will say um, this brewery I've been to. Not that often because their beer kind of sucks. I don't really like it that much. They're okay. they're they're they have a, a devil's ale. That's a pale ale. I think that is fantastic. It's really good. Everything else that I've had from them, I just I don't I don't think it's very good. But dude, their food is phenomenal. Everything I've had there is so goddamn good. They do food really have, well. Have we been? Have I been there? I don't think so. It's in downtown Chandler. Uh, okay. Well, that's not the place we went to. That's next to the pizza joint we went to the last time. We got the pizza by the slice. What was that place? What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, so the last time I was out there, we went to that pizza joint and got that pizza by the slice. Then there's a brewery next to it that we went to the first time. Like the first oh, time no, I ever no, went out no, to no, your no. place. Well, no. So the pizza joint was 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 Venezia's. Yeah. And then the brewery's Flying Bassett. Okay. That's which also had really good food. Yeah, that food was really good when we went there. I think that was like, the first place that I, 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 we all went to when I first moved out here. Yeah, I when I when I came out there the week after you guys moved out there that we went, you and I went there, and Sloan, yeah. Sloan was with us. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Santan Brewing. Why don't we go there next time? Next when we're out there in March when we go out for a boys trip. There's a lot of we'll cool. I mean, that I, I know I know friend the pot of Mike will like that area because there's another bar. That's like just like all they do is just really craft beers, and there's 30 different craft beers on tap. They have a fridge in there that's just stocked with all the different kinds of craft beers. It's okay. uh, it's a cool spot. It's just this this brewery, man. Oof, a beer. Oof. <laughs> all right, all right. So I got something from a really good brewery, a uh, local one, somewhat local. Brewery X. No, it's called uh, Pizza Port. Pizza Port Brewing uh-huh. Company, down in South Orange County in San Diego County. Um, this one, I've never had this one. It's called Breaking Trail IPA. Uh, it's 
I mean, they always make good IPAs. The label, once again, is pretty cool. There's a guy wearing like snowshoes and wearing a surfboard on his back about to go into the water, into the beach. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like this one a lot. Okay. Okay. I like this the label a lot. Uh, the hops are Citra and Idaho 7. So that uh, sounds very chemical-y like we've talked about before. It's uh, 7% ABV. And um, I'm ready to start drinking. So. Yeah, let's uh, let's 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 get going. Here we go. Oh, man. Woo. All right. So <laughs> let's give our let's give our quick little review of our beers, and then we'll rate it um, based off of our off of our off of our three point world famous three point rating system, where three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. This is pretty good. I like this. This is uh, so it's an amber. It's it's not thicker like a stout. It's it's not. It's, this is more like malty, caramely. It's not uh, mm-hmm. like any toasted things or coffee hints or anything like that. You you definitely do taste the maple, but. Eesh. It's it's just like the uh, like like out the nose type of tasting. You breathe out your nose and oh yeah, there's the maple. Otherwise, yeah. it's just uh, like a thinner amber, like a okay, like if like if Bass Ale wasn't so syrupy and thick and and had like maple flavor. That's kind of what this would taste like here. Man, Bass Ale. That's a beer that has not aged well with my palate. No, it's fucking disgusting. It's, it's not good. But we used to drink it all the fucking time. Well, because we thought we were cool. Because Dropkick Murphy's like. Talked about drinking bass at the bar and shit. And <laughs> we thought we were, we were tight. Oh man, we drank that so much. That was like my favorite beer for a long time. Yeah. God damn, but yeah, I had it. I think we had it maybe a couple years ago, and it was just awful. I think the last time we had it was when I was out in California, and we went to the show, and we went to that that same Irish bar that we went to with like Ronald. Remember Ronald met up with us, played darts. Mike was there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we, it was on like Brookhurst or something. I oh, Bouncing Souls. Yeah, that was Bouncing Souls, Souls yeah. night. But we ordered bass, and it was like, oh, That's wow, right. this is not very good, but okay. <laughs> and that was the bar we used to go to all the time and throw darts and eat goldfish. Yeah. They could serve goldfish crackers at the bar. And drink lots of bass. <laughs> and drink lots of bass, yeah. That, I forgot about that. <laughs> and that was the same night where we tried to go to that brewery, and we Ubered there, and then we they were closed so then the uber was going to take us to somewhere i don't know he was going to take us someplace else <laughs> and then i tried to get in the car and he started driving away as i'm getting in <laughs> remember that motherfucker yeah, he's just driving away <laughs> and then mike and i just laughing and he, he didn't even know he's like what he turned around, oh sorry you getting in <laughs> like it was your fault <laughs> i know he's trying to make it my fault fucking asshole so, oh god that, that was, was really stupid that was good <laughs> all right my um my <laughs> My breaking trail IPA from Pizza Port. Uh, this is a really good, well balanced IPA. It's not syrupy. It's not. Um, yeah, it's it's just really really good. It's nice to not have a hazy sometimes, and this is a, just a great substitute. And I, I think this is great. What did you wait? What did you give your amber? Oh, uh, this is a two. I would give this a solid, solid two. two. I would I would get this again if we go to the brewery. I would get this. I don't know if I would scramble to get like another six pack because it is really, really thin and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not getting any oatmeal at all. And, and it's just really, it's almost like an amber light and then just like maple flavor added at the last minute mm. because it's really, really light and really thin, but it is like six, six, six and a half percent. That's pretty strong for an amber. Yeah. So that's not I, I guess I'm just basing it off of a Dos Equis amber, but 
Dasekis. Did I say that weird? Did I say it like that? You say it a little bit weird. You said the dose part weird, like Dasekis. I guess I do. Like it's one word instead of dose Ekis. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I got to watch what I what I say then. Um, okay, so you gave yours a solid two out of three. My Breaking Trail, I'll give this one, I'll give this a 2.25. I would definitely go back to this, but it's not, nothing groundbreaking when it comes to an IPA, but really solid, solid, solid stuff. So, yeah, that's what I give it. 2.25 sure. out of three. Uh, I checked, Raul has not left a review for mine on Beer Advocate. Has he left anything for you? No. No. All right, so then let's move on to our vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've listened to. What do you got, Jeff? Go. I only have two things. It um, This is this is going from the weekend you were here that we listened to both of these, actually. And we then did, yeah. This past weekend, I listened to like anything, but it was like New Year's Eve, too. And and for once in a while, I was working a lot, so I didn't have a, didn't have a lot of time. For once, I was working a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> But but the first thing is the 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 descendants. Milo goes to college. This was a gift from from friend of the pod, David. Huge shout out, and Huge um, yeah, we we did, we did it on the pod. We talked about it on the year end rankings, and so listen to it. It's, God damn, this is such a good album. And we listened to it when you were here. We did, yes. Yeah. God, it's it just really had to rub it in. Yeah. By listening to it, yeah. But so it's good. fucking great, man. I love it. So good. And then the other one is uh, Moonlight Magic in their album Phoenix Attica. So this is a Phoenix, obviously, maybe not that obvious, a Phoenix mm-hmm. band. They're, uh, they're a bunch of musicians that are in other, not like well-known bands, but just other like Phoenix area bands. And they came together to make this instrumental jazz thing. And they're leaning into the Exotica sound. And their album's called Moonlight. Sorry, I had it all backwards. Moonlight Magic is the name of the band, and Phoenix Attica is the name of the album. Phoenix Attica is Phoenix area Exotica music. And there's five people in here, and it's really good. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. It's cool. It I is really it. cool. I, I really I really enjoyed it when we listened to it. I, I You just never hear Exotica music except for stuff from the 60s. Like Nobody yeah. really does Exotica. Even in the 90s when there was that resurgence, I don't remember ever reading or hearing about bands new bands that were making that music it was just like this rediscovery of martin denny and 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 arthur lyman and stuff but yeah it's just it's weird to hear new new exotica like this and it's um i mean it's i think it's really good i think it's really good because we are now hearing like musicians who have had you know decades to refine the exotica sound doing the exotica sound but not trying to like reinvent it, just refining mm-hmm. certain aspects of it to make it more of a musician type of thing. But it's yeah. not taking away from the original. It's not making the original either outdated and it's not making me think, oh wow, this sucks. I'd rather just listen to Martin Denny. Like I still really, really enjoy this as much as we as I did listening to Martin Denny when we did it on the pod. And uh <laughs> I don't know. I think it's really cool and it's it's solid. It and, is. Um, and the cover the cover is really cool too. It's like it's like an Arizona it's like um like a tiki a tiki figure but like very arizona like native american looking yeah it's it's a really interesting it's a really really interesting cover and the font that they use for moonlight magic is very 60s feel and i i think the artwork is killer and and the music on top of it is is fantastic i would love to get this record on vinyl um so i got this i I got this i'm so like this has been on my want list for like a long long time since we first started collecting this is one of the few ones that have been on there since damn near the beginning and that was mm-hmm. because of JFA. When I was getting into JFA, 
and then just like diving headfirst into all of the Arizona stuffs. This one popped up, and I was like, "This is so fucking weird. Like, how? Why? Really? Why?" Yeah, and seriously. I've just I've never seen it in the wild, and I've asked I've asked the guys at Double Nickels constantly if they have it, and it's always like, "No, no." And then Desi had it, and and I was picking through his records because he always he always lets me pick through the ones that are coming out soon. Hooks it up, <laughs> and uh, it was there. Like, holy fuck! What the hell? He's like, "What is that?" I'm like, dude, this is like exotic music from Phoenix, and you know he, he likes exotic music, but he still scoffed. Yeah. But uh, of course he did. It, yeah, it was like twenty bucks though. It was just solid. <laughs> it was fine. And it's just one guy, right? Because I'm on the Discogs page right now. It's just one guy who does everything. It's five. Oh, is five, it? Okay. Yeah, it's five, it's four guys and a girl. And I think one of them is from uh, Andrew Jackson Jihad. Have you heard of that band? Uh, no, I haven't. It's another like kind of like punky folk thing from Phoenix. I think somebody from this from Andrew Jackson Jihad. That's another band that people fucking love out here. Like a little underground one from like the early mid two thousands to present. Um, I think somebody from Andrew Jackson Jihad is in here, or vice versa. Okay, so nice a lot of like different um, uh, like swapping members, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because on here it says electric guitar, acoustic guitar, percussion, composed by this guy named Jamie Paul Lamb. He's the one, I think he owns, <clears throat> I think he owns something called Slope Records. And oh, does, yeah, the label says Slope Records, but. Slope, so Slope Records, from what I was gathering, and like this is this is just trying to like piece together Facebook posts and, and random things because there's really no information about this band or Slope mm-hmm. Records, but Slope is is a is a like a village in Phoenix or in the burbs of Phoenix and it's just like like Slope Hill or like like Fairmont Hill right and in, in your Belinda you yeah, imagine yeah. if if that's like there was a record label there that was started there Oh okay I see and that's see that's kind of what Slope Records label was and they were signing a lot of of Phoenix area bands never really made it big or anything but I think that guy owns it because then you can look at you can look at who submitted who's a top submitter per album and if you look at the Phoenix Attica one, the top submitter is that guy. So like the is person really? who, who submitted the most information for that album is that guy. Okay, that makes sense then. Damn, dude, yeah, I would really like to have this record. It says on Discogs that the last one sold was in 2019 for $12. And now the, the cheapest one being sold is from England. And it's like after shipping, it's like $60 or some shit like that. That's why it was so nice. Actually, I think, I got, I think, I think Desi sold them for 15 because I knew I knew online that it, that it has sold for cheap and nobody really wants it, but I also yeah. know that online you can't find a cheap copy, and so like going somewhere in between is is I thought he was gonna do like a twenty five thirty dollar thing, but it yeah. was he's like yeah fifteen bucks. I was like fuck yeah. God damn, you you lucked out for sure. Lucked yeah. out. Oh damn, we should oh, we should try to get a hold of this guy. Let's find this guy and reach out to him. It'd be kind of cool to have him on the pod, right? That would be cool. I'm, I've, I've, I've searched him. I'm, I'm going to make a note to search him on Instagram, and then when I post a Phoenix Audio on Instagram, I'll tag him. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's. I don't think he'd be that hard to find or get a hold of. It'd be cool to have him on, for sure. At least, at least just like shoot the shit more about the Phoenix area music scene, which I would assume he probably was in like the mid to late '90s. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it says he was born in 1971. According to his okay. discogs. Then like so. all of the nineties, he pretty much was there. Yeah. So um so yeah, let's play a bit of your pick. It's uh Ooga Booga from Moonlight so Magic. So here it is.
There you have it, Ooga Booga from Moonlight Magic from their album Phoenix Sonica. Great stuff, man. Yeah, I was I was looking on his on his Bandcamp and he has a little bio on his Bandcamp. This guy. Yeah. And he's it says he started making music in '85, and he's like been in a lot of like garage punk, power pop stuff. Like he's put out a lot of music, and he says says he's also like the main organist at like the Masonic Lodge in Phoenix or some shit like that. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, it's it's super little, easy to contact him. I'm sure. Yeah, his little bio was was kind of interesting. So yeah, I I think we should totally reach out to this guy. I'd love to talk to him about the Phoenix area and what all this kind of music. Whatever I've, I've I've come to like realize that. A lot of these bands that are just nobody out here in this era have played with a lot of pretty damn big bands because Mm -hmm. if you're traveling from the East Coast to the West Coast and you're going to play the Forum on Friday, you stop off and you play a little show on Wednesday at that in Phoenix where maybe there's, you know, holds a couple hundred people. Nobody really knows who you are because nobody fucking out here. But then all these no name bands that only lasted a couple of years open for a lot of these bigger bands that were traveling to L.A. on Friday night, so they played here Wednesday. So a lot of these bands have played with like bigger names. That makes sense. More it, so than bands from like Orange County playing with bigger names, because bigger names in LA are going to have bigger names opening for them. True, very, very true. Because it's so saturated here in SoCal. So it's kind of cool to see like I don't know some of these bands like yeah we open for like Social Distortion and fucking I don't know Suicidal and <laughs> DRI, all these like kind of bigger punk names, and they yeah, we open for them. And like who the like. But you were in a band? Like, yeah, I was in a band for like six months. It's fucking rad, though. But then that's yeah. also growing up in, in Arizona in the 80s and 90s, which is probably pretty rough. So, pretty fucking boring. God, can you imagine living in Arizona like before air conditioning was really a thing? Like back in like the 50s and 60s? It must have been terrible. Yeah, fuck that Oof. shit. Fuck Oof. that shit. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, is that all you got for your pick and that's it, that's finals all. and stuff? That's it. All right, so I have a few things here. All of these, except for one of them, um, I got from out in Arizona. You had you had a collection of stuff, and I picked it up when I was out there a couple weeks ago. And now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, we haven't done one of these episodes in like two weeks, three weeks, two two weeks, I think. That is it's been true. a long time since we did a, a main episode pod. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, let's start with Corn, uh, their album, The Paradigm Shift, their eleventh record from October 2013. Uh, this is a uh, not their best record. This is probably one of their worst records. Um, and uh, this it. is the f- <laughs> so th- this is the first song they they did with uh, Head back in the band. He had just rejoined like a year prior, and um, and yeah, so they made this record. They had still some of the electronic stuff for that that they were doing on um, uh, the Path of Totality, which is like an all dubstep record. But there's still some elements of that on this record. But it's a generally generally it's like a more metal record, but. I feel like Jonathan Davis is really phoning it in on this record and the riffs really aren't all there. There's some good songs, some good melodies, but it's still not their. It's still a good record, but it's definitely not their best. It's one of their worst. Uh, I got this one from double, double nickels out, you know, when we went out shopping and, um, he was on it for like, I think what was it 35 bucks or something like that. Yeah. See. And online, it, online it goes for like 90, hundred dollars. And I'm like, Oh fuck yeah, I'm getting this. So yeah, this is, um, it's a hard, it's a hard one to come by. And I, never wanted to shell out a lot of money for it because yeah like i said it's not their best record by any means but yeah i'm, I'm just stoked to have it and you probably hated the song huh i didn't i didn't hate it i did think like the, the vocals were the worst fucking part 
Yeah, he's but, so he's funning it in so. But bad. for like, like so like everything about it was cool. That whole weird screechy noise thing, like that's fine. But for a band yeah. that's been around for so long, has done so many albums, I would expect better. Even if you're gonna do something goofy like this, I expect a better goofy. <laughs> something goofy like this. Because this is fucking goofy, dude. It's stupid. I forgot how much nostalgia I had for this record too. Until I when I and then when I played it, played the vinyl, I was like, oh man, I I remember all these songs. Like all these memories are flooding back into my mind, just from when this album came out. There was just so much going on in my life. It was just, uh, I don't know. It was fun. It was a great listen. I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and yeah, it's a good record. Just not their best. So uh, let's move on. I also got a bootleg. The next two are bootlegs, actually. Uh, the first one comes from uh, AFI. And their album, December Underground, their seventh record from June 2006. I love this record. I mean, we just did AFI on the podcast a few weeks ago. And uh, we ranked all their records. You hated December Underground, um, except for the first song. And uh, But I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I I love this record. It's so different. It's probably the most unique sounding record. Nothing. This is just a weird one. A really, really weird one. But I, I love it. And it comes on like a nice... The bootleg is a nice like ice blue variant it looks great um the the actual jacket itself looks like shit it's super pixelated it has a little parental advisory thing on it or a big parental advisory thing on it um like it's it's just it's just a bad boot in that sense even and the quality of of the record too it's not that great it kind of sounds like it's just it's really really quiet it's not a very good bootleg um but it is cool because it has some some of the bonus tracks it has um what uh was it rabbits on route 37 oh, has yeah. that on there that's a good song so that's pretty cool that's yeah fine. no it's a great fucking song so it has some of the b-sides um on this bootleg which is great and this is the first time it's ever been bootlegged ever so that's really rad too so yeah glad i have this one even though it's kind of subpar sound wise but uh the other bootleg i got is also from afi crash love Oof. eighth record from september 2009 right went straight like to grace records just for the stupid fucking record <laughs> And I was like, God, I hope they really, really hope they still have Crash Love. And they had like three copies. Yeah, nobody even buy that shit. Also, first time bootlegged. So, uh, and and oh, it's only ever been pressed once officially. And those records go between like $300 and $600. And December Underground is the same thing. It goes for the originals have only been pressed uh, twice when they came out. And those go for between $150 and $600 as well. It's stupid. But so, so what do you think of the songs that I put on there? Like for December Underground, I put 37 millimeter, which is my favorite top five AFI song for me. And then Crash Love, I put Sacrilege. Hold on there, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So I I didn't hate, I didn't hate December Underground. I didn't think it was very good. I, I, I thought it was, it was whatever. It was, it was solid middle tier AFI. It was the last album they did that I think is uh, palpable. That's why I listened to it. I opened it and listened to it here. You did, yeah. Um, the other one, I just, I just don't fucking care. I don't get why you love that album so much. I really don't. <laughs> so listen to it five more that, times. I think I ranked Crash Love their worst. No, 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 no. You didn't. I think you ranked. I have to go back, but I think you ranked it like third from the bottom or something like that. I, I really know. think you did. I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> but no, Crash Love is a solid pop rock record. It's so good. And and Mike uh, caught in this bootleg. This bootleg actually is a really, really good. The quality is excellent. I, I was very because I played December Underground and then I played Crash Love right after, and the, the difference in quality was massive. It sounds so much better, way better boot than December Underground, which it sucks, but whatever, it happens. I, I so. put I put 
AFI is AFI is my least favorite. The crash is second to worst. God, you're so annoying. Oh, well, you're so dumb. I think I ranked it four or five. I think I ranked it crash five. Crash love? Yeah, I think I ranked it five, right? You're, you're fucking silly boy. Well, I don't fucking know what you ranked it. <laughs> I love That's crash so love. dumb. That's so it's a great dumb record, that. I which did, which album did you rank? We yelled at we below, yelled at each other about it. Wh- which one did you rank below Crash Love? Then you probably Wait, now I'm very proud of you. Probably put below fucking Crash Love because you're a fucking cuck. I did. No, oh, no, no I did. you put you put Black Sales below Crash Love. That was probably what you did. You think you're fucking yeah? Fun. So, so oh, this is what so I did. Dumb. I I did I did Black Sales is my number six. Very proud of you as five. Crash Love is four. I'm already done again. Already, <laughs> fucking, it's, I'm already so mad. That's so dumb. <laughs> Spiteful rank. Your rankings are spiteful. They're spiteful rankings. <laughs> not, no, they're not at all. Yes, they not are. at they're all. Spiteful fucking so you, rankings. So you didn't like the song I made you listen to, Sacrilege. Right? I did not. I did not like that song. No. Oh, you're so dumb, man. That is so dumb. I tolerated the the corn song. That one. I, I thought that <laughs> there was parts of that that were that were fine. But I did not like. No, I did not like Sacrilege. Religion. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Huge. this last thing I have here. Um, is Thrice, their second album, Illusion of Safety. Uh, this originally came out in February 2002. This is a reissue of it uh, for its 20th anniversary. And uh, I, I, already had, I already had a copy of this, so I'm actually going to sell my copy. Um, if anybody wants it, I'll sell it. Uh, but I got this one because it's on a really cool variant that matches the cover perfectly. It also comes with a B-side from the record, which the other my other copy doesn't have. And that B-side it's probably the best song from the entire record. It's better than all the other songs on the record, for sure. Um, so I'm totally stoked on that. But yeah, Illusion of Safety is, is a great... It's just a great... I don't even want to call it a metalcore record, because it's not... Thrice at the time were just so different, so unique within the whole Orange County scene. And man, dude, Illusion is great. And I when we did Thrice last time, I think you ranked this one kind of low, which I was surprised by, but... Man, I, dude, I didn't rank it like low. It's just so like the way I rank things now, especially when I write them down, is is I rank them like the top ones, things that I would buy in the vinyl, and then things that I wouldn't buy in the vinyl that are still good, and things I just think that are shit. And this is like the the one, the last one that I would not buy in the vinyls, but it was still a solid listen. I liked it. I'll sell you mine for what I paid. Um, again, just I literally <laughs> just said that I would not buy it in the vinyls, but. I know, but I'm trying good. to convince you. I'm gotcha. trying to convince okay. you. Okay. Well, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll pick it up. That's fine. How much did you pay for it? Uh, 40? It's already too much. Why? That's already way too much. <laughs> I wonder how much is... I'm checking real quick how much it's going for, but... Oh, damn. Yeah, damn, the, dude. It's such a good record. Just Identity Crisis, and then obviously Artists, and then Visu are the only ones that would buy in the vinyls, outside of the one I already have, which is... I'll talk about that in a couple weeks, probably... So yeah, that's all I got. So I'm going to play a little bit of A Subtle Dagger, the second track from The Illusion of Safety from The Thrices. So uh, here we go. Still our desperate Will 
damn, the ending of that song is so fucking intense. It's only like a minute and a half long. God, that song is, I love it. It's, it's amazing. This record's great. Did you like this song? I did. It's a good song. I actually listened it's to two good. artists on the way home from California. Oh, you did? Nice. Yeah. Because uh, on my, my metal, hardcore, rap rock thing playlist, um, Stare at the Sun came on. I was Oof. like, damn, that sounds fucking good, dude. And so then I just put it back on. I had the whole album, and it was really oh, good. Man. Artist, I w- is, I artist will, is so good, too. I will listen to this album again. Um, I work tomorrow, so I'll do tomorrow. I will listen to this album tomorrow, and then let you know if I want to buy your copy. Okay. Because that song is really, really good. I will say right now, I just checked my copy. The cheapest one is 35 bucks on, on Discogs. Oh. But so I'll, I'll, sell for, then. I'll, I'll sell it for you 35. I'll give you I'm going to have it for 35. Um, that's what it's worth. So thank you for selling me for what it's worth. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to overcharge you? No? Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Thrice. I Early Thrice. The first four records. Just perfect, man. Perfect, perfect records. I just I looked up uh, Alchemy Index, our, our copies of Alchemy Index. Going for 140 right now. Damn. The cheapest copy is 140 That's just silly boy talk. I mean, it's... I, it's I was great, willing, but one forty not. I was great. willing to pay like a hundred if I seen in the wild. Yeah, one forty is that's silly. That is silly, boy. Silly boy stuff. All right, so uh, that's all I got for the vinyls. Uh, that's all you have as well. So let's move on to some new music, other happenings in the music world. Really, there's only one thing I think that's worth talking about, unless you have anything to to add. But uh, Weezer put out the final installment of the Seasons EPs. They put out Winter, and it's like an hour and a half long, or it's like it's over an hour at least an hour uh, worth of music. And it's solid, man. It's good. I I would totally be down to get just this EP and not the rest of them. And I think yeah. you agree. I, it is, it is long. There's a lot of songs here, but they are all good. However, there are parts of this where you hear like the sleigh bells and, and like the chimes and things. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to sound in like April or you, know, you put this on during <laughs> summer. I, I yeah, wonder yeah. If, like if the effect is, will still be there. But I do think this is really, really good. And there was a ton of, like, I, I did hear, like, a ton of red. I did hear a ton of, like, make-believe stuff. And then... Oh, for sure. Um, there was a lot of different iterations of Weezer on this that was not the bad iterations of Weezer on this. You, yeah, totally. I mean, I heard, I mean, I heard, like you said, red and, and make-believe, but also a lot of blue. There's a lot of blue stylings on this record as well. It's it's really well-rounded. It truly is. I was yeah, really, really surprised. But I also had very low expectations for it. Yeah, that's I, that's all I got. I got nothing else. That, I got nothing else. I mean, nothing's really happened. It, really, December is is very very slow when it comes to new music and and just music news in general. But um, yeah, so I, I don't know. That's all I got too. So are we are we all good to go? I said that's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, five stars, five stars only. Please go do that. Keep listening. Stay tuned for the main episode because we are getting into the uh, the soundtrack to the movie Saturday Night Fever. So check it out. It's going to be a fun one. And that's it. That's all. Don't give us...